Hi, I'm Jackie, and I'm addicted to Survivor. And I'm Molly, and I'm addicted to Survivor. Sorry. Scourge on television, reality TV. Okay, that's it. <laughs> Fascinating. Okay. So, we are on season 45 of Survivor, and between the both of us, we've watched every single season of Survivor multiple times for me. I've watched all of them except the most recent ones more than once. And international. Yes, yes. We're we're working our way through Australian Survivor in a very disjointed manner right now. So what did you think of the first episode? Uh, totally different vibe. I, I, I don't know if I'm into it yet or not. I don't think... I, it's too much of a game show. It's too much of a, yay, big money, big money. Yes. Yes, I got that vibe... As well, and I also got the vibe that a lot of the players had no idea what they were getting into for real. I think they're they're overthinking it. They're for sure, for sure, in a meta way. Okay, so let's talk about some of the cast members. The first person we met. Oh, um, can you explain the survivor pool that we're doing? Uh, the survivor poll that we're doing that we've done for a long time is um, you get a random pick of two names um, paid into into a pot, and whoever wins the season, you win the pot. All right. It's simple. It's not fantasy football. It's not anything huge. It's and even the number of the money that we paid was like a very pleasing number. It was like 22, 22. It made yeah. me really happy for some reason. Yeah. But the reason I bring that up now is because the first two people showed on screen were my two people. I saw that. I didn't notice it until the second time I watched it. I, watched, I saw that. I watched it four times total between yeah. Wednesday and what day is it now? Tuesday? Tuesday. So Drew was... Let me see what I wrote about Drew. I wrote down right out the gate. He has so much ego out of the gate. And he's he from Detroit. Names. Yes. He has two personalities. Yes. I'm interested to see how that plays out. And he was one of the players that like was, I don't remember 100%, but he was one of the players that was like, oh, I want to play like Tony. And I thought about you. Oh, there was so much Tony mention in this episode. Like, why is he aspirational? He's not a legend. It's gross. I know. It's gross. I don't like Tony. And I don't like that my dude referenced Tony as like an aspirational thing. But I do like my other person who was next. And that's Katura. Yes. I do not like that she's lying out of the gate, though. Why? But I understand. I, I don't know. I just feel like if you 
it's a hard game to play survivor like mentally and physically but mentally i feel like if you have to keep up with any sort of lie it's just gonna it's make it extra smart difficult. lie though it is i understand and is my outside noise too loud no okay then i'll stop worrying about it um it's just there's so lie. many lawyers on this season yeah like all of the people are lawyers or grad student or like a made-up job like content creator which isn't a made-up job anymore but yeah so many lawyers okay so anybody else outside of your circle stick out to you emily (laughs) like she's playing aggressively hard unnecessarily and she's like the thing the one word that i kept thinking about emily was efficient she's trying so hard to be efficient she said if I don't win. I want to get voted out in the first episode because otherwise I don't understand the point. She doesn't understand adventure. Well, our love of Australian Survivor mm-hmm. and our love of King George. Beautiful. Um, Rob from Rob Has a Podcast compared Emily to George. I don't agree with it. And in fact, it's kind of offensive at this early juncture. But I can also see it because George was unwilling to be anything but himself. Yeah. And she's the same way. Yeah. But I don't like who herself is and I like who George is. I know. So maybe, you know, first episode, you're only getting first impression. Yeah. Maybe. Like I'm going to, I'm going to kind of withhold my hatred for her, but it wanted to come pretty fast. Oh, she's awful. I hate her. I did like the, the, <laughs> I, I'm going to mention the fashion on Survivor pretty much. I like the scalloping on her sleeves. Like, her shirt was really cute. Oh, my God. You have to go for that, don't you? Yes, of course I do. Okay, so getting right into the marooning. Yes. Right on the boat, we have, what, Reba, Bella, and Lulu. Lulu. The Lulu loser. Right, but you could just look at them and tell before anything struck, before he said, let's go, mm-hmm. and tell what the hell is going on. Well, I wrote, I wrote down, did the producers set up Lulu to fail? Because, like, those tribes where they get picked off one by one, they keep going back to tribal council, they make for great TV. And I wonder if they were trying to make great TV instead of what they should be doing. I don't know. Okay, so the 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 first challenge right there on the boat mm-hmm. was you know, schlep the stuff, mm-hmm. jump off the boat, get back up the ladder, swirl the key down. Swirl the key down, which that was a whole other thing, but the fact that Sean left Brandon in the water at the bottom. Like at first I laughed at Brandon, but then I don't think that he was struggling physically so much as like there was some kind of disconnect in his brain on how to make his body go up the ladder. And sometimes that happens to me like, there, there will be time. It, it's mostly when I have to arrange things in a tray, and I'll, I'll be like, 
I don't know what to do and I just have to walk away from it. So it's but how do you walk into Survivor and you I I, just, it, I, I was I was more disappointed in Sean because that's one of my guys. Yes. <laughs> he just bebopped up the ladder and he was like, It sucks to be you, bro. And then he came back. He came back for him. After everybody told him to. <laughs> so so then they get they get Brandon up there and I, I'm telling you, the Foley guys on this show are thrilling me because when he when he came up over the side of the boat, the sound of a sack of potatoes. Yes, he was just a heap and just a butt crack. My it's first crack. note about Brandon says heap. It says heap. It just. And, and and then later he said he didn't even remember getting on the boat to begin with. Yeah, he like blacked out. Like he had a panic attack so bad he blacked out, forgot how his body worked. No. I want to know why he volunteered or how it ended up that he did the swimming challenge. He has doughy arms. Like, did they not see his arms? Not just that. He had full on pants, jeans, whatever the. I didn't even think about on. his clothing. Anyway, anyway, so, someone else during, stuck- the, during the loop de loop. Let's get the key off the thingy. Mm-hmm. Did you see who rocked that one? The the Emily. Kendra. Which one? Emily. Oh no, I wasn't paying attention to her. I was watching Kendra and her little buddy Brando because they had such a good rhythm going. Yeah, but yeah, Emily. She's probably going to be really good at challenges. Well, that's the thing is that that's how they got so far ahead after Brandon's mm-hmm. failure <laughs> was her. Brandon's lump. Because some people were acting like it was a damn pinata. Yeah. And just trying to hit at it. Right. And she was actually physically getting it through mm-hmm. the thing. Right. Yep. So then the uh, sweat and savvy. Yes. It was mean, kind of, to make them do both. But I think it's funny that neither of them got it. But there was one of the participants in Sweat versus Savvy that I was totally planning to hate. But he gives me Simon vibes. And I fucking love him. And I don't know why. And it's Jake. The lawyer. I'm embarrassed about it. I like Jake. I don't know why. He's got gusto. He's just so joyful. Yeah, he's not, he's not negative. Yeah, I don't know. Something about his happiness really spoke to me. Well, one thing that occurred to me during that was would it have made more sense if they would have tried to do both at the same time? Did they have that opportunity? I thought they had to do one then the other. I don't remember, but I don't know either. But would that have made more sense if one tried one and one tried the other and they came together? I think 100% it would have made more sense. And also, why didn't they roll the logs? I saw some of them trying to do that. Yeah, I feel like you could have come up with some kind of like system yeah, where right. you 
they worked yeah. harder when they could have worked smarter, I think, there. And I think maybe they anticipated the, the producers and anticipated the players working smarter so that they would have more time to figure out the puzzle at the end. Because they just kind of gave up at the puzzle. Well, they were exhausted by then. That's that, yeah. that was my point. You know, if you have two challenges and two people, at least try to divide the work. They must not have been allowed to. That's got to be it. I don't know. Let me see. Who so, else stuck out to me? So <laughs> then, Emily, because they focused on Lulu primarily oh, throughout yes, the episode. Yes. So then Emily has already decided that when they come back, they're going to be lying to us. Yes, immediately. But what happened to her? I get your point, but you don't have to say that out loud. That early in the game. Right. Like it's too early to be playing as aggressively as she's playing. And she kept saying, oh, well, they've volunteered for all these things. So we should be sus of them. Well, M, you didn't volunteer for shit. So Yeah. And at one point she mentions that they're in an alliance together and that I feel right. like she's just lumping. She's lumping. It was a lump episode. But I keep going back, you know, if she, if 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 she's thought of as George, all she's doing is planting seeds. Yeah. I don't know. She doesn't seem very smart to me though. Like George would have known George would have thought about the pyramids. Oh my God. The pyramid discussion. <laughs> like, I feel like George would have participated in that actively and not just shut down. And I don't even think about the pyramids. Like I don't, I didn't like the way she handled that at all. Because she's trying to be the smartest person in the room. Mm-hmm. She's, yes, like very 1980s mom concerned with appearances. Don't tell anybody that this is happening, but then tell everybody that this is happening. Okay. So the immunity challenge. Yes. Where did I write down that? Was, I liked it because it had different it had a variety of tasks. Yes. But again, the Foley artists on this show. The mud. The mud was disgusting. It was like the thickest, deepest mud they've ever had, I think. Right. But the, but the noises, there's no way that the on-task audio picked that up. They put that in later. Yeah. It just sounded like you're putting your fists into jello. <laughs> it was terrible. So my question is, why did most of Lulu, the only one who I noticed that didn't, go in face first? Like, literally everybody on Lulu went in face first except for Caleb. Oh, Caleb was pretty clean when he came out of that mud. Because he went in feet first. I know. <laughs> like, come on. It's more like... The other tribes figured that out like immediately, but Lulu did not. That's Lulu. That we're we're gonna be saying that for a long time. That's, that's just Lulu. 
Yeah, I feel like they're going to get picked off one by one until there's nothing. It's going to be like a Chaos cast. And what was her little buddy's name? Spencer? <gasps> Emily's going to be Chaos cast. Emily's Chaos cast. I think they said that in the draft. Ah. I didn't watch it. Yeah. So. She feels like Chaos cast. So who's her little Spencer going to be in the group? Sean? I'm going to go with Brandon. Oh, my God. Brandon, if you've got hair that long and you can't figure out how to tie it up. I mean, you have a buff. Do something about your hair. He is the most ill-prepared survivor player I think I've seen. But then I... I reminded myself the very first time I saw Sari, I said the exact same things. Like, she was not prepared. She is not ready for this. She should not have come on this show. Like, I remember saying that. Adaptable. There's police outside my front door. But she was adaptable. Yes. She was was flexible. You know, and, and that... And that goes back to, like, when Brandon is back at the camp, which isn't really a camp. It's just barely a clearing on the beach. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's talking to Hannah. I can't do this. And she's all of a sudden, well, I can't do this either. And they're feeding off each other's negativity. Yeah. I'm like, well, neither one of you are lifting each other up. My favorite thing that he said is when he came back to camp and he said, I'm going to sit on this bench over here. And it's just a log. It's just a log. But both of them talked about how they couldn't wait to lay down. They couldn't wait to sit down. They couldn't wait to just chill out. Mm -hmm. I don't know what they think they signed up for. That's the part that screws with my head. Like, what did they think they were getting into? She cried about wanting a bed. When have you seen a bed on Survivor? Nicotine. That made me think of that one Survivor a few seasons ago who, like, the day before he went on the show, like, drank two pots of coffee and then smoked two packs of cigarettes to try to hold him over or some nonsense. That makes no sense. No, it makes none. Oh, oh, but wait, let's go back to the immunity challenge for a minute. Cause I wanted to say one of the coolest things I thought was them using the buffs to get up. Using the buffs to get up because I don't know how they could have done it without it because mm-hmm. Lulu back to, yeah. Lulu, you know, the only person that was up there that was really pulling people up was Sean. Mm-hmm. Who is, Tiny, he's a stick. Right. And the reason why is because Caleb had to go back down. Mm-hmm. Because Caleb was first up. He scaled yep. that wall like a squirrel and got right up there. And then he had to go back down to help everybody else back up. So then he had to get back up by himself after there's mud caked all over that wall. Mm-hmm. Right. So for them to use those buffs and Jeff was just overwhelmingly proud of them for using. He really was. 
Shut up. Do you think the producers are like secretly freaking out and they're like, oh my God, this is going to change the way the game is played. We're going to have to rethink like all of these challenges for future because they're going to figure out ways to use the buffs with them. Do we need to make the buffs illegal in the challenges? No, I think they're going to be like, yay, people are going to want to buy these. That that's what Mickey said. He was like, that is a very good uh, example of how tough they are because it really was. Well, it's yeah, but I, I, I just think it's, it's a terrible, terrible thing that this is the first time they've used them. Yeah. I'm surprised they haven't before, but it speaks to the fact that Lulu can't accomplish anything mm-hmm. without help. Even if it's just from the buffs. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to forget that. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to go backwards. No, and then and then the very last part of the challenge was the puzzle, which they didn't even really focus on because everything was so scattered. Because it didn't fucking matter. Right. I'm going to say, I loved... Bless you. I loved how Jeff was like, it's a point of pride now just for them to get to the puzzle. Oh, and... I'm a terrible, awful person. But when Brandon was trying to get up that wall and mm-hmm. fell like a sack of potatoes again, <laughs> butt crack and everything. Yes, just lay a lump. He was a lump. And then Jeff is like chastising him, screaming yeah. at him to get up and get in it. And I'm like, this is gunnery sergeant hartman screaming at private pile (laughs) on the obstacle course all over again my i i felt like a terrible person at that point also because i heard jeff probes saying let's go brandon and then wanted to make a meme out of it (laughs) but i'm not going to because i love jeff probes however I did note that I think I might like Jonathan as a host better than Jeff. Why? I don't know. I'm going to have to pay attention tonight to see what the tangible thing is about Jonathan that uh, made me think that when I was watching. I He feels more... Genuine. Genuine, more part of the cast. And I always felt like Jeff Probst felt genuine and like he loved the cast, but I don't know. Jonathan seems more like he cares about them. Like, I feel like if Brendan would have been a lump on the on the boat in Australia, they would have tended to him. I I was shocked that they even showed that. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, I put in my notes. You know, if you're anybody else up there, and either as you got on the boat or as you walked over to your mat. Mm-hmm. stubbed your toe or you, you know, made a wrong move mm-hmm. and then you saw that happen and you're yeah. like, they're not going to show my stuff because look at this dumbass. <laughs> I, that was, that was pitiful. And for a 90 minute episode, I was actually, it didn't feel that much different pacing wise to me. Yeah, but we're used to Australia, though. Yeah, but it still wasn't as long as a normal Australian episode. Like, 90 minutes, 
went down to an hour and two minutes. Like that's 28 minutes of commercials. Yeah. 28 minutes. Too many. Okay. So going into tribal, what were yes. your expectations? Um, I expected Emily or Brandon. I expected Brandon to go home at first. I thought that they would uh, make him go home because he was weak. But then the way everybody was talking about Emily, I was like, okay, well, maybe they'll vote her out. I was not expecting anyone to quit. But as as small as the tribes are, that's what makes it a little bit better of a tribal. Yes. This early in the season. Agreed. Because you don't have this convoluted mess of not knowing what the hell everybody's thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know everybody. Right. Because they just yeah. focused on those six people right before the tribal. Right. And something that came out in a lot of the um, podcasts after the show is that there was going to be a twist mm-hmm. where I was a member of a, wanted to talk about this. A member of a different tribe was going to be able to vote and I don't know if I like that this early in the season. I don't think that that's appropriate. Do you know who it was? It was Kendra. Yeah, I did. I knew too. I can't. I I wish they would have like released it as unreleased footage, but maybe they'll do it after they finally air it. They probably will. But um, do you know who she was supposed to vote for? No, I don't. Brandon. Not surprised. Yeah. Not surprised. So that's who it would have been. The other teams already saw. Yeah. What was going on. But so does she just go to the tribal or does she get to spend time with the tribe? My understanding is that she was just going to vote blindly and nobody else was going to know about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I haven't gotten too deep into it, but um, because the question came up, well, how did they edit that out? Mm-hmm. Right. So but again, I, at at tribal, you know, when everybody was talking about their strengths and their weaknesses, and then Emily brings up, we already have an alliance back here, and blah blah blah. Oh. You know, and then Brandon comes up with, "I'm not the strongest, I'm not the smartest, but I comfort people." And then they camera cut to Hannah going, <laughs> you comforted me to quit. When I, I thought the same thing about the player just coming to tribal council, but I, I read Hannah's interview in entertainment weekly. And she talked about how, when Kendra came to their camp to meet everyone, she just went to the woods because that's just how low she was in the game. And she really regretted that that decision. So I guess they do come spend time, spend time with them at camp. And that's, I don't, I don't know how I feel about it, but I guess I have to watch it play out. Yeah. I don't it seems overly complicated. Well, it, it seems unnecessary to do something like that. If you're not going to show it, but yeah. then again, if you know, the Hannah quit was the big part, the biggest part of tribal. Mm-hmm. You know, you only have so much time and there's plenty of stuff that we don't see. Yeah. And 
I'm in the habit now of looking at how much time we have left when we get to a tribal council because of how long the Australian ones are sometimes. This one was only eight minutes till the end of the episode. I'm like, oh my God, this must be a really easy vote. And it wasn't really an easy vote, but like the Australian tribal councils are just so crazy. Yeah. And, but, but this tribal, you know, I have to wonder within the production team, who brought Hannah on that didn't see that this was going to happen? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they have massive psych evals they have to... Well, Brandon, too. Right, but in in, in Hannah's post-exit interview, mm-hmm. she was just, oh, my God, there's so many haters. Oh, my God. <laughs> Woman, do you know how many people want to be on this damn show? In her interview, she she addressed that. She was like, well, I was one of them. I just didn't realize it was going to be this hard. And it ha- made me go down this, this thought uh, experiment in my brain because the young generation now are so used to like speaking up for their needs and advo- advocating for their own comfort and whatnot. If there's n- not going to be a, a depth, a uh, uh, less young survivor players because of that. Like the younger generation just might be like, Hey, I don't want to go put myself through that because I know it's not going to be good for my body. And I wonder if that's going to give us like older, more interesting casts. No, no, because we've had, we've had young cast members that succeed. Look at Marianne. Yeah, but that's still pre-pandemic cast. I think that a post-pandemic young people are different. No, I think I they will be outliers, but I don't think there's gonna have they're gonna have as many to choose from as they did in the past. I don't know what she thought she was getting herself into, and I don't know what Brandon thinks he's in for. But you know, I I don't see I I he didn't do anything anything. To contribute towards that tribe. And he's so nothing. self He's so self-aware about it. He says that, but he's not self-aware enough not to go on the show. And that's where my brain breaks. And I'm in like I when we go eat at restaurants and there's something really basic on the menu, like French onion dip, I always order it because if a menu a restaurant's gonna put that on the menu, it's gonna be a really good thing. And I would like to think about that. The Brandon that way, like he's the French onion dip on the menu. Like maybe there's something about him that we don't know, and he's going to be a really good cast member. But right now, I'm just kind of side eyeing the French onion dip on the menu. No, because if I remember right, he was a first round pick. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, all of their all of their first round, third round out of the window for me now. I know he was a first round pick. And where was Hannah? Hannah was second round pick. Okay. And Emily? Emily first round pick. I get that. I get that. Oh, and uh, one final note on one cast member. Sifu annoys me and I don't know why. Because he's coach. Oh. That That's that's where my brain went. 
<laughs> okay. Whenever he showed up on my radar and I'm like, no, he, he's putting himself into his own box for you to see. Right. He's displaying himself. Correct. He's not That's being it. himself. He's coach. You are 100% right. Yeah. Oh, and also, I do like your other pick, uh, J. Maya. I like her very much. I like her. The jury's still out in my mind on her, though. Well, I, I have the additional thing where she has been popping up on my TikTok feed, so I followed her on TikTok, and she's very likable there, too. Okay, well, that's a plus. Yes. Um, so the other, the other picks, um, Austin... The Asian guy with the big muscles and long hair. Yes. I okay. I um I wrote him down. I wrote him down as Tanya's kid because for some odd reason there's this um phenomenon in the last few survivor seasons where one cast member looks like it's the child of my middle school friend Tanya. And he's one of them. There's two this season. Well, I like him. He's on my radar. Yes. Um I like Brando. He's the other Tanya's kid. Brando, I like, but I think he's too nice. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. So my um my other pick, Sean. Mm-hmm. He's bawling his eyes out at tribal. Like where I didn't see any purposeful interactions between him and Hannah. So I didn't understand that. Too emotional. He's off my radar. I know he's my pick, but he's dead to me. I swear. And I, I like Caleb, but I think that he's going to get voted out around merge time because he's going to be looked as too much of a threat. No, I think he's got, I think he's going to be able to, Establish relationships. Good, I hope so. Get him past that because Caleb is my number one right now. Really? So he's yeah. your pick for winner as of right now? Yeah. Yeah, because I don't see him doing anything nefarious. Yeah. But he's also not exerting himself in such a way to get him on someone's radar. I'm going to write down our picks so we have a record of what we pick every week. Oh, God. <laughs> week one, Molly picked Caleb. Who's your pick? I had it figured out, and then I completely forgot when I came up with this idea. Give me one second, and let me find my cast list. Is this my cast list? No. The cast list is right here. Luckily, I can edit this out in post. Oh, I'm going to go out on a, on, a, on a weird limb just based on vibes, and I'm going to say Jake's going to win. Who? My little puppy dog, baby lawyer, Jake. That's a good pick. I like him. I don't know why. I'm excited to see him play the game more. He makes me happy. And that's all there is to it. Well, my notes from the draft pick on Jake... Mm-hmm. Multifaceted. Okay. Smart. All right. And has layers. That's all I asked for. And he was a first round pick 
during the All draft. Right. Who, do you know who has Jake in our pool? Yes. That would be right. Barb. Oh, good for her. That's a good one for her. Yeah. All right. We did the thing. I have been Jackie. And I've been Molly. Stay tuned. <laughs>